Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture yeah so hey Brie hey Nick how's it going it's going good how are you I'm pretty good I okay so like last week was the worst mm. for me I like I'm someone where I don't need it to be like warm all the time but I need it to be like sunny like, yes. it felt too much of, like, Twilight, like, vibes for me, but without the fun and without the vampires. Okay, yeah, and no, like, running up trees and things. Yeah, no, like, sparkling in the sun, because there was no sun. There was no sun. So, but we're back, baby. Woo! And just the sun shining. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I mean, I don't know. That's all. Yesterday, I, like, sat outside and I meditated you meditated? I did. How was that? It was really nice. It like it was a good way to start my week. Nice. You know, it was really it was really lovely and I had like a better day because of it. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to find inner peace and blah blah blah. But how have you been? <laughs> I've been good. I feel that. Like I feel like meditation so I don't know. I used to do it a lot and I don't know. I listen to the guided ones sometimes, but it's hard to to make your mind quiet. It is really hard. I feel like for me, like physical activity does that way more than just like sitting down. But sitting down is good too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have some important news. Yeah. <laughs> I got some cracks. Yeah. They are the prettiest. I don't know. Are they a like a violet? They're like, yeah, they're kind of violet. I've been wanting crocs for a while, you know, because I've been talking about them, at least to you. Yeah. Because like, I had a lime green pair. They don't make lime green. Good. No, not good. Yes, good. Why they, do you mean? Crocs belong in the trash. But no. I am here for your Crocs. Your Crocs, <laughs> Brie, your Crocs speak to my soul. They're the perfect like Y2K Lizzie McGuire purple. Yes. And Brie, tell everyone about your, are they called widget? No, widgets Gidgets? are j- j- gibbets? giblets. I really don't know what they're called. I Something like that. But I have some, like, I have a Lisa Frank one. These are not all of them. I have, like, three more. There's, like, a dolphin. There's, like, I forgot what the oh, other Lisa ones are. Frank? Lisa Frank had a collection. It's, like, five different ones. Hell yeah. Um, I have a couple Earth ones. This one says, save me, please. Um, got a couple daisies here that are, like, very Lizzie McGuire. Um, I've got something that says, today is canceled because it's just a mood, you know. Um, you put on your Crocs and you just don't care. I got a little green cassette. And then I have a Batman symbol, of course. But you have something way better than all of that. Yes, and that is Shrek. <laughs> yeah. I am so happy for you. I love that Shrek. I didn't know that Crocs made jib jib jibs. Yeah. Giblet gib giblets. I didn't know they made them for Shrek. Yeah. So Nick, are you gonna get some Crocs now? Have I convinced you? Because <laughs> No. No, see, like, I don't know if I talked about this on, on mic, but I bought some platform Crocs a couple, like, six months ago. I do remember that. No, they're too, they're not platform enough. They're not, like, the, see, if I could get my hands on the Balenciaga Crocs, mm-hmm. like, the super intense platform, then yes, I would buy Crocs. Okay. 
other than that, no. Well, you know what? Maybe if I had a cute yard, I would get like a pair of dad style navy crocs and wear them with <laughs> socks, like striped socks. Nice. Socks but that's and the crocs. only way. I'm either gonna go full gramps or I'm gonna like Balenciaga crocs it up. No in between. No. But I love yours. Thank you. I love them for you. I love this journey for you. Mm-hmm. I'm, they're Nikki approved, though. Sweet. I was hoping you would approve. I feel so connected to these Crocs. Oh, that Shrek one's so good. Yeah. I don't know. It's really fun because, like, my old Crocs that I had, it was just, like I said, like, lime green. No widgets or anything. I thought that was tacky. But now it's, like, cool. They're, they've upped their game. Like, okay, I feel like back in, like, what, 06, 07, when Crocs were first popular, mm-hmm. at least for kids, like, I feel like the, what are they called? Give, which, which, See, which? I still don't Dang know. It. I should look it up. Yeah. So we were, like, using correct Croc terminology. No, Crocs is going to cancel us. But, like, <laughs> I remember back then, they were just, like, very, like, Limited 2 had some, and it was just, Blah. they were tacky. They, but I feel like now, something about it, something about it's a little ironic. Gibbets. It's a little fun. Gibbets. J-I-B-B-I-T-Z. Oh. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. That's really annoying. It's hard to remember. Yeah, Crocs are very annoying, Brie. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I might join the Crocs club. Oh, man, those people on this website for the Crocs Club <laughs> look like they're cosplaying as Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's not who I would imagine to be wearing Crocs. Are they Crocs. wearing Crocs? Cause they're cut off in the picture. They're I, cut I off. This is poor advertising. That's that's insane. Crocs do better. I just like that Um, from what I've seen, like I've seen a lot of people on social media post them and like just make them their own and like elevate them in a way to their personal style or like you were saying the balenciaga ones are like really cool i'd love some spiked crocs <gasps> like spiked platform crocs uh, yes like something marilyn manson in the 90s would wear style crocs that's the only way i could totally see you rocking that <laughs> full goth crocs exactly but no i love this brie i love the lisa frank in the track they speak to me i thought you would appreciate Bri, I'm not going to lie, though. A couple years ago, you know, when Crocs... Well, okay. Where I was working, the 16-year-old who identified as a Visco girl. Mm-hmm. Remember Visco girls? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about them, though. <laughs> yeah. So she was a Visco girl, and she was like, Crocs are going to be big, so I'm going to buy a pair of Navy Crocs. And I was like, huh. It made me think. It made me think a lot. And then I went into like a rack room and I saw some of those gibbets. Jib jibberts? Yeah. Giblets. Jib jibbets. <laughs> I know. I wanted to call them giblets. Giblets. <laughs> like turkey giblets. Yeah. I know. I get some weird imagery when I say giblets. Right. But I saw like they had a cherry one mm-hmm. and a banana one. Ooh. And I was like, wouldn't that be a vibe to have navy crocs and like a banana gibbet? You know? Or a cherry gibbet. But you know what? I was like, nah. Also, I don't wear flat shoes. So. Yeah, that's problem number one. Yeah, problem number one is I don't wear flat shoes, which we've never talked about on this pod either, is that I don't wear flats. Wow. Well, now that people know. It's because I'm short. Or petite. There you go. 
But not when you wear those crazy shoes. Not when I wear... I've been wearing my Steve Madden Gwens, and I get a compliment on them every time I wear them, especially from old ladies. But let's not make this about me. Let's make this about <laughs> you, Brie. Because this is Brie time, baby. Ooh. Getting her Crocs. Yes. Is there any other important news? Yes, there is. Did I- you get a letter from anyone? <laughs> important. I sure did. I got a very important letter. Um... So, you know, as I mentioned on a previous episode, I signed up for On the JLo, and um, I finally got an email from Miss JLo herself. And um, Jenny from the block? Yeah. And this is what she says. First of all, okay. First of all, I just have to say that this email is super long. So we don't have time to go over the whole email. It was way longer than I had anticipated. Um, but. I have questions first, Brie. <laughs> okay. Okay, because you haven't even told me about the deets for On the JLo. Right. Which seems a little weird. I don't know. It's kind of a clunky title. Well, I haven't had a lot of deets to share up until this point because, like, the last unit, you know, we already had seen, like, the. Oh. The yeah. last news was when she got the ring from Ben Affleck. So and the video and so we've we've been up to okay. speed. So, but no, that's not my question though. Okay, See, my <laughs> sorry. My question is: So, did you just go to onthejlo.com? Uh huh. Not sponsored, and you but open to it. Did you just go and like type in your email address like a newsletter, or do you yes. have to actually pay? No. Is this like a Miley World situation where you get like or like a Patreon? I guess would be more. I paid zero. What? So. okay anyways yeah it is free to be on the j-lo and be part of her world i suppose yeah so so it's just a newsletter it is just a newsletter but it's a long one okay anyways what does she said it's exclusive though (laughs) which i guess it is if you don't sign up but um but like I don't know if she's going to, like, start a cult. I don't really know the purpose. Like, it seems so strange. But I love JLo. I do, too. But I thought she was going to start a proper cult. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> she could have been, like, Taylor Swifting out. She could have had, like, made you guys pay. Mm-hmm. Had merch. Merch for her engagement. Mm-hmm. Her Benefer merch. Shirts that said Benefer 2.0. True. But see, JLo is not like that. She's real. I get it. She's real. The way she walked, the way she moved, the way she talked. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first thing, this actually looks like a subway, like you're going down the subway, doesn't it? Like this. Oh, it does. Kind of banner thing well, on the top. On the six. She oh. would take the six. And it says on the J-Lo. Okay. That, yeah. I see what she did there. Well, first we start with a quote that says, life is an art and we are the artists. Make it as beautiful as you want and create exactly what you want it to be. The J-Lo effect. Um, And then we have, underneath that, there is a picture of what looks to be a Buddha. And it says, do good for others. It will come back in unexpected ways. Wait, can I see? Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Sorry, I'm just like fact checking you. I'm like, hey. (laughs) You think I'm just like spewing like random things? It's really strange. I will say like this first bit is a little much. Okay. Um, uh, she goes away. It is what you say. It's 
It's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. It's like she's a spiritual guru. She says, some people look at karma as a deal. If I do well by others, then good things will happen to me. But the reward is actually just the act of doing good and feeling good about living that way. Um, the right action is its own reward. I truly believe this. And it's something that I live by. It's simple. Treat others the way you want to be treated. It's a mantra that I've taught my coconuts. I guess those are her children. Um, it's very Buddha nature and I want to share with you. There's a lot of things in this newsletter that are Buddha nature. Um, and then she's like, hey, what's up, guys? And she's just kind of being casual. And then she's like, happy Mother's Day. And she, she shares pictures, like, from her phone and stuff in this, like... Oh, interesting. Wait, do, does that just say cold balls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I forgot about this. <laughs> so I put some context. I mean, what is the context of this? I don't know what she's talking about. Um, it's okay to paint the picture. It's like iPhone quality photos of J Lo at the spa. Yes. Oh, oh, she's put. She's probably putting those. It's a video or something, but I'm guessing she's putting those cold ball <laughs> thingies, those like tong things, the blue <laughs> balls on her face. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not talking about the cold one. The cold <laughs> balls. <laughs> Oh my god, yes, because she could have come up with a better title for this video, because you can barely see the ball in the picture, so you it's like... You can't see the balls at all. You can't. It's literally just like, what is it called? Like a a screenshot, like a, what is it when it's a video and it's like the thumbnail and it's, it's oh. you don't see anything, it's just the thumbnail, so it's like... I know what you mean, because like the thumbnail or whatever, it's just her face. It doesn't imply balls at all. And then underneath it, so it's just picture this J-Lo's iPhone quality photo face at the spa, and underneath it, it says <laughs> cold balls, period. And that's... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know why. It really got me when I saw this, too. And I was like, oh, I got to mention this. But I'm glad that you caught it. And then right below it, we just have a nice slice of, like, it looks like a, maybe some type of meringue pie or something. That looks like it slaps. Oh, she's watching Ted Lasso? <laughs> okay, she has a whole huge paragraph about Ted Lasso and how she is obsessed and how she's rewatched it. And she tells everyone about it. She says to everyone, she every time she meets someone new, she says, have you seen Ted Lasso? She says, if you haven't, you should give it a chance and thank her later. This part you'll appreciate, Nick. It talks about fashion. And she does a throwback. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got her, like, what she wore, like, her style rules in the 90s, how to kill a red carpet with grace. So this is kind of cool. She just kind of talks about. Oh, that's nice. Oh, she says she's a hip-hop girl at heart. Mm-hmm. She's talking about hoops. Exactly. Um, We... <laughs> <laughs> See, like, this is a lot. Look at this. This is, like, a lot. Self-care and beauty secrets, and it's her, like, she looks like she's about to risky business dance. Mm -hmm. But I know she's talking about sleep. I see that she gets seven hours a night or something. Look at all her secrets, though. It's a lot. Like, there's, like, five paragraphs. To sleep, don't you just close your eyes? (laughs) Like, not not to be rude. (laughs) And then she does actual, like, just camera roll, like, her and her Her sons and her kids. Yeah. Aww. So it's like it's it's pretty personal. This which is, is too personal. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Oh, she talks about how she copes with anxiety and stress. Oh, look, transcendental meditation, Nick. Is Bring she it a back. part of the David Lynch Foundation? Um, I think. She, well, I don't know. 
Anyways. And she talks about the books that she recommends, and there's a whole thing about that. Like I said, I, I feel like I can't read this whole thing. And then she she, st- she signs off, and she says, green's still my lucky color. She's got some benefit picks down there. That Those are really cute picks. Those are nice, quote-unquote, candids. Yeah. So, uh. yeah, I don't know what else, like... Yeah, but she responds to people's questions and things that's too. At the really end, like cool. two or three questions. That's like old. I like that. I kind of hate this and I love it at the same time. I have thoughts, but Marie <laughs> first being the J Lo expert. Uh huh. That what do they call their fans? Brie, like what do you what are y'all called? You know, I don't know the lows. I don't know. I don't know if I'm qualified to be an the expert. Bricks? I just signed up um, for the newsletter. I, you know, I don't, what are they called? Are they called, like, mm, you know what? Let's find out. Because, like, I would say as much as, like, I love J-Lo for just existing and I love her films and I bobbed her music, there is a part of me as a lamb that is always, like, a little sus about J-Lo. Well... According to this article in or this forum from 2009, it says, I think for the most part, we call ourselves J lovers. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds a little strange to okay, me. Okay. But... So, as a J lover, Brie, a crockware, a J lover. Uh huh. What are your thoughts on J Lo's on the J Lo newsletter for this month? Okay. I got to be honest. Like, it's, I like it. It's nice to read. I feel like, it's cool getting a peek into her life, but at the same time, I feel like I shouldn't know all these things. Like, it's so personal. And then I'm like, this is just one newsletter. Are they all going to be this detailed? Because that's a lot of work. But I don't know how many she's made or plans on making or if they're all going to be this. Like, I don't know. It's super detailed. Because I think the last one was just like, oh, a video. Oh, sign up for on the JLo. It seems like it's the thing she's starting and it hasn't been fully. You know what I mean? Like, she hasn't done a lot of newsletters yet. So I'm curious to see where it goes. But I think it's cool that she interacts with the fans, and I just feel like, okay, the part that really weirds me out is, like, seeing what's on her camera roll. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, or, like, I'm sure she's not going to, like, put anything she doesn't want people to see, but... True. But it's just strange. I'm like, I'm not, like, her niece or somebody. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I feel like she's my cool auntie or something. I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. I I don't know. I feel like JLo, she probably is just like, maybe she just wants to give back to the fans, you know? She seems like a giving person. I think JLo is such a Leo. Yeah. And <laughs> loves attention. Maybe that's what it really is. And I think, I don't say that as a bad thing, because I am also a Leo who loves attention. And... I feel like I would do something like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you were like, as famous as Jayla? Not even. Like, <laughs> d- I remember, do you remember like 2013, like 2012, like bloggers? Mm-hmm. Like I almost was like, in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be the next man repeller and share my whole life. Like I would have shared my whole, I would have done a JLo and recommended Tad- Ted Lasso and said cold balls. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I think being a Leo is the best thing in the world and also an illness. Okay. And I relate a lot to J-Lo. I got you. I do think it's insanity, but I'm here for it. 
And I love those candids of her and Ben. The cheeky green is still my color. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I love it. It might be very narcissistic, <laughs> but it is a mood and I can relate. <laughs> so are you going to sign up as well for On the J-Lo, Nick? Now that I know it's a free service, maybe. <laughs> nice. But no, I can't. I'm a lamb. No. I No, if I'm going to like... Do they have beef? Like, uh, I don't understand. J-Lo stole songs from Mariah Carey. She stole songs from Mariah Carey? Yeah, like J-Lo's biggest hits were... Okay, do you remember? This is like a quick, quick uh, pop culture lesson, I guess. But... And you can take this out if you like. I don't care. But... Okay, so remember Mariah Carey? Yes. Like, was the one of the biggest people in the 90s. Yeah. So, she had, like, hit after hit in the 90s, and she was married to Tommy Mottola, who was also the head of her record label. Okay. And her manager, yada, yada. Right. Anyways, Tommy Mottola and Mariah Carey get divorced, and then who starts working with him in that record label? J-Lo. J-Lo. Okay. And Mariah Carey had all these, like, recordings and like she was working with all these people basically like all the songs we love like the j-lo ja rule mm-hmm. like that era j-lo those they were stolen be... from Mariah carey like they were it's all behind her back too because you know oh dang because they weren't together whatever yeah and, and it was whatever and then did she know like Mariah carey knew yeah and then Mariah carey that's why Mariah carey doesn't like j-lo into the whole like i don't know her thing. but did j-lo know this Probably. or like Lee? you think so Probably, I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> this isn't like me, like bashing. You should, I, you should sign up but... for this newsletter and ask her, Nick. She responds to fan questions. <laughs> like, were you aware? <laughs> but no, I don't know. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna sign up to a newsletter involving like a fire sign mm-hmm. that's very famous, a shade. I want to hear Mariah Carey throwing shade. Okay. Because she's good. She's good at reading. She loves a reading challenge. J-Lo's talking about cold balls. <laughs> True. Okay. And I I want those cold balls to be read for Phil. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. So you want Mariah Carey to respond in her own <laughs> newsletter that's even bigger and more extra. Mm-hmm. And, and more you want, fabulous. And I do want you want to, to pay for it? Sing. Yes. I would pay. If I could just hear... Okay. Do you know Mariah Carey apparently teaches a really good master class? Yes, on singing and hitting those yes. high notes. Yes, Nick. I thought I, I feel like I told you. I feel like everyone's the, told me. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, you need to take this master class. You, you, I've heard you hit some high notes. You've got some falsetto. Thank you. You, you could if you trained enough with Mariah Carey. I could hit those whistle notes. You might be able to hit them whistle notes. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you, Nick. Thank you. Well, see, see, so I would pay, and then you can start your case. own newsletter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> be on the Nikki. How to hit Mariah Carey's whistle now? <laughs> Don't even bother taking her class. Take it from me. Oh, um, that'd be fun though. But yeah, speaking <laughs> of J Lo, uh-huh. speaking of Mariah, speaking of all these. You know, speaking of 90s divas, yes, fashion icons, if you will, do you want to talk about the VH1 Fashion Awards? Yes, let's. Sorry, I like introed that like it just occurred. <laughs> it, it just occurred to us. Um, it hasn't 
broadcasted since 2002, but this is news. This is news. Okay, I gotta say, this is news to me. They have been on my mind a lot recently. Yeah? But you've never heard of them? I have never heard of them. Yeah, I until just recently, I just discovered them, basically. So it's news to me, and I got super excited, actually, because, like, just looking at, like, pics and clips and things, and then just watching the whole... We watched the 98 VH1 Fashion Awards in its entirety. So good. It's on YouTube. Like, there's a few other ones that are just posted up there, and it is so cool. Like, I'd highly recommend. It really transports you into a time. Like, I watched that this morning, and it it boosted my mood. It's serotonin. If you're, like, a lover of, like, anything 90s or, like, 1998 aesthetic, mm-hmm. so good. So good. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so where should we start? So, like, you, you were saying, like... Like, I've been thinking about the VH1 Fashion Awards for a couple months, mm-hmm. and I know I've been bringing it up to you to, like, you know, it's like when you brought up, like original doll to me and it's like eh, <laughs> it goes whatever. over it went it's over like, my okay. head sure the vh1 fashion wars i think it's because a lot lately i've just been very disappointed with celebrity culture award shows just the whole <sighs> shebang it's not what it used to be Mm-mm. um yeah and it's just it's not like a moment i know what you're saying completely so like with that feeling of mine and then i was on twitter a couple months ago and I saw this insane photo of Jamiroquai. Oh. Which is a band, and I always thought it was just the one dude. I still think it's just hat. the one dude. Yeah, I refuse to believe it. That's virtual insanity. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, I saw, like, a picture of Jamiroquai, and then I was like, wait a second. Like, I did my own, like, rabbit hole, because, like, my favorite Giselle Bunchen photo, where she has, like, that, it's like a scarf. It's like that sequiny. It's just so Y2K. Anyways, that outfit. It just made me think of the VH1 Fashion Awards and how there was a time when all of these people would do an award show for VH1. That is so cool. Nick, I feel like this is like a dream, like your dream award show that you would like put together if you had the power and opportunity and if it was the 90s. I feel like I've made this up in my mind. I know I feel- there's not a lot to Google about it either, which makes me feel like I did just conjure this up in my mind. Yes, I was so confused when I tried to like just Google, but thankfully there is like a lot of footage and clips and things and there's there's some pics and a few articles, but it is hard to find like legit like like evidence that it existed because it what it ran from 1995 until 2002, right? So It did. And they don't even have a Wikipedia page. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Which is like a red flag, kind of, it right? It's like, well, if it doesn't have a Wikipedia page, did it exist? But it, it does exist because you can watch the whole thing on, like, multiple years on YouTube. I'm just so sad that it ended. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like such a cool show because they mix so many different things involving fashion and music and celebrity and, and even just... comedy sketches are in there. It's so cheeky, too. Like, I think, well, this is where, like, Zoolander originated. Right. That is crazy. I love that, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just really ridiculously good-looking people Mm -hmm. being aware that they're ridiculously good-looking. Like, I love, like, we watched the 1998 show, and who was it? One of the models or one of the designers? I think it was one of the designers. Whatever, semantics. But 
he was he walked up to accept his award. I think it was Steven Mizell. Yes. And just walked the photographer up and goes, Thank you. And yes. Then walks away and like that's I'm like, Yas Queen. Like that's my Yas Queen. Like, that made me laugh. I put that in my notes because I was like, Wow, he literally just you don't see anyone just go up and accept an award and just be like, Thank you and then walk away. Like he smiles as he walks away. He's like, Thank you. I mean, they all do that to some effect. Like, I love it. Like, they're not taking themselves too seriously. Like, yeah, they're just like, this is great. This is going to go on my mom's shelf. Thanks. I love that. And they had like little fashion shows in between. Like, that's the coolest part (gasps) to me. It was like, how would you describe it? It's like a mishmash of things. Like, it. there's like, well... How do you describe it? I don't know. It's like, it's like a, I guess like any award show, there's like a host. And for the 98, it was Ellen. Like post, yup, I'm gay Ellen too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for the fashion categories, they just do like a run, sh- like runway show, like a random, like, r- like runway. Yes. When they like announce like the designers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like there's like a quick little mini runway show for each one. And you get to see the looks of the season. And it's really cool. I enjoyed it. Like, especially, um, who was it uh, that I was like, oh, was it Alexander McQueen? Because mm-hmm. he won one of the awards. And I was like, not so. I think it was the, was it the avant garde one, maybe? I think so. It was just very obvious. And also, it was crazy because he's in like the, homo is it homogenic that album the bjork album Mm -hmm. and he's obviously in like bjork makeup yeah he's like i'm working with some icelandic singer i can't be there like i love that it's just they're just they don't they're just so blasé about everything in in this award show there's so many so many moments oh i love it we even saw chris rock speaking of award shows i know well this is like such a cool time capsule too especially the 98 show Mm -hmm. because every single person like even even the designers like they're still in right now yes like who was it they were talking about oh they were talking about like breakout designer Mm -hmm. and like one of the nominees was raph simmons Mm. which i like if you go on fashion twitter right now like raph simmons like you can't no one's shutting up about him so it was just everyone, though. Yeah. Every single celebrity, every single designer. Yes. They had, you want to know one of my favorite moments? Joe Pesci, Naomi Campbell presenting together. That was the most awkward sketch, and I love, or like, not sketch, but like. I thought it was really cute I and loved funny. Because she, like, there's a certain point, too, where she's like holding on to it, and they're like just joking back and forth. Like, they seemed, well, they seemed way more comfortable than like. What really creeped me out was um, the Tyra, Tyra Banks, and I don't know who this man was. Oh, I don't know who that But man he was, was hitting on her, but not in like a funny, oh, they're presenting and they have like a bit kind of way. It was like in an uncomfortable, like he's saying things about her appearance and like saying she smells good and it's like, can I touch you while it, I present this? It was, was like so weird. So uncomfortable. That's the only moment I feel like was like, mm, this could have been cut or like someone, I'm like, Did, was this planned? Because this is not a good bit. Like who, who let this get in i don't know but it was quick i loved how it didn't like 
I actually like love how we could I could have that moment and watch that on an award show and not hop on Twitter and have anyone give their hot take about it. It was nice. <laughs> Cause it's over with. Yeah. But I liked the Naomi Campbell Joe Pesci. Like speaking of that, to to go back. Yeah. Because like even though the like what they were given to say was like kinda clunky, mm-hmm. they both were just like they didn't care. They were just like up there. They were <laughs> Joe Pesci and Naomi Campbell. Like what a random pairing too. I love it. Like she's a runway model. He's like, I don't know, an actor with his shtick being in the mob. And I know she's Naomi Campbell. You know, which I think is what the writers of the show were trying <laughs> to like, you know, make fun of. But I just thought it was so funny how they were just like they just like rolled with it. Like they didn't, you know. Yeah. I think that made it really good. I agree. I don't know. Just the whole show was really entertaining, I thought. Well, I also love, too, like, when Cameron Diaz won for, was it, favorite style? I don't know. The the award categories are, too, like, very random, too. But, like, celebrity style? Or what did, what did yes, she win for? Wait, who? Cameron Diaz, yes. It was, like, best, yeah, best style, best personal style, maybe? Something like Something that. Something like that. But, like... And this is what I love about the 90s in general. It is very about personal style. Yes. And just like being yourself and just like, yeah, you know, it, it just was, it was a simpler time. It was. I loved her speech, though. It was really cute because she's like, well, I'm not going to take this too seriously. Like, I'm not going to be coming up with new looks. Like, don't look at me for like this fashion advice, but it's all about expressing yourself and having fun and. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I liked her message. I, I love Cameron too. Diaz, though. I do, too. Who doesn't? Yeah. But, yeah. No, I just... I thought it was fun. Yeah. I don't know. I love, too, like, all the comedy sketches in between that were, like, just making fun of fashion in a way. Like, there's one where it's, like, they are... um They're talking about, like, a pocket... <laughs> Uh, like it's like the breast pocket and they're bringing it back and then they have like a whole like bit about it and the whole sitcom just around a guy with his hand in his breast pocket and wait there was a quote it's like there's a season for every pocket and a pocket for every season I don't know they're just like really like joking on fashion which is so strange because you would think they'd be taking it so seriously I don't think we have another event like this where it's like I don't know just yeah I don't know. It was just so simple, too. And I know back in the day, they, like, critics, like, criticized the show for being, like, the same old, like, tired formula Mm -hmm. and not bringing anything new. (laughs) But little did they know that almost 30 years later, Mm -hmm. there'd be people with a podcast being like, oh, (laughs) so refreshing. Yeah. Well, I feel like, okay, yes, it is a formula. Like, we still do have, like hosts and comedy things in between but it's never to this level also things are so serious now i feel like celebrity awards are taken so seriously and they waste our time with a bunch of other things yeah maybe if it was more entertaining and fun and everyone was having a good time then you know i don't know because this is not stuffy at all this is very like i don't know how to describe it oops i don't know how to describe it but it's like it feels almost maybe I don't know how big the award show is either. I don't know how many people are attending because it doesn't feel like huge. Mm-mm. It feels kind of intimate, you know, and it seems like everyone knows each other, which I think is cool. It does. And also, like, 
it has to be cool. Th- okay, this was cool. This had to have been cool. This is like I was very young in 1998, mm-hmm. like a bambino, like very young. So I don't know. But right. This is speculatory that this had to have been really cool and something special because 90 supermodels, like Claudia Schaefer was there, Naomi Campbell, like, yes, Amber Valletta, like all the people, Donatella, like, so Tom Ford, like the biggest yes. names in fashion. Anna Wintour, you know, Vogue does it. But, like, you're able to bring all those people in Mm -hmm. to sit down for VH1. Yes. But then a mainstay for the VH1 Fashion Awards was always Madonna. Yes. I noticed that. She's she's the queen of the VH1 VH1 Fashion Awards. But to get Madonna. And then they they gave her in this uh, award show, she was awarded with the Versace Award which I guess they had started after Gianni Versace passed away. This would have been the the year, year after. after he died. Yep. Or maybe not even a year. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're so limited, like, info on the web, when did the 98 show come out? Hmm. But it might not have been a year. It might not have been even. a full year. Maybe not even, because when did Gianni Versace die? Was that, like, late 97? It was July, July fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. But this was like Madonna, like R.I.P. Gianni Versace. Anyways, have you seen? This is a tangent. <laughs> but have you seen the um the assassination of, G- of Versace? No, I feel like you ask me this question like every every quarter or something. But it is really good. <laughs> I really should watch it. it. Is it on HBO or something? It is on Netflix. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I'd love to watch it. No, it's so good. And Darren Chris does a really good job of playing Andrew Cunanan. Darren Chris? Yeah, he plays the murderer. Oh, sweet. I thought you were going to say Versace. No, but I don't know who this actor is, but he looks just like Versace. And Penelope Cruz is uh, Donatella. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. But. Uh, oh, wow. Um, or Val Kilmer. Have you seen those memes of the Donatella Versace and Val oh, Kilmer yes. look like the same person? I have seen those memes. They kind of. Lit- okay. It's kind of true, though. Like, that's they're both beautiful. Yeah, exactly. That looks very refreshing. Sorry, I is that dinosaur? What is that, Nick? What is the? Oh, I am drinking. I mean, naughty. I'm drinking a soda, and it's advertising for the new Jurassic Park. Oh, that's what it is, Jurassic Park. Okay. But speaking of the '90s, another movie that came out in the '90s. We need to create new things. This is what I'm realizing. Nostalgia is great, and I like to live in this. Mm-hmm. But, like, we got to take this as real inspiration and get a move on, because... Like, create our own ro- award show, or, like... Something, because... Because, at least with this award show, it was, like, typical. But they had a runway. Yes. In between that, It creative. was fun. It was different. Yeah, it wasn't just sitting, people talking, presenting speech. Okay, moving on. I got to say something, too. Okay. What I also love is the transition. Okay, so like when they present like 
who all is like, oh, male model of the year or whatever. They have this really cool graphic. Yes. And it looks like, I don't know if it's an ice sculpture that's spinning around, but there's different ones. Like for Best New Designer, it's like a, it looks like a baby. Like that's like, I'm guessing it's an ice sculpture because it's clear. It, it looks icy and it's blue and it's spinning. It's very 90s aesthetic. And it's then, like 1998, like, as so, a show. It's so cool. And then, like, the, the when they show, like, the models, the actual models, like, they kind of, like, do this. It's, like, clips of them on the job, like, they're, or, like, of them in the catalog. And they, but the way it's edited is so 90s as well. Like, the the effects and, like, the music is, like, doo, 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 doo. like, I don't know in how a, to. In the best way. In the best way. And it, it almost sounds like you're in, like, a video game of sorts, like, to a point. Like, there's this music that plays throughout the whole thing that's, like, very funky. It's very, like, TRL. Yes. Like, you know that music when, in on TRL, like, when they were, like, showing about what was going to happen next or who was going to be on, like, tomorrow or whatever? It's, it's that music. Yes. It's a very specific music, but it, like, is so – I don't know why, but I love it so much. And it, I feel like I understand it. And I feel like – that music was too short-lived. It was. Oh, my God. Bray, do you remember <laughs> when they someone came out to uh, Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim unironically? It was so good. Came out? Or they just played it, maybe. They played Rockefeller Skank oh, unironically. Oh, yes. Sorry. I thought you meant, like, came out as gay. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Fatboy Slim, <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> and that was their song that they chose when they stepped out of the closet. <laughs> oh sorry you know what though as a coming out song Bree, is that a good <laughs> move check it out now oh, maybe i think it would be a good one to be funky and like just have like some like rainbow attire possibly do or... the like ross and uh, monica new year's Eve yes dance. that's the one exactly i was trying to i'm glad you picked up on my moves yes yeah um <laughs> But no, I love that choice. There was like a, a few songs that I recognized, and I was like, "Yes, whoever put this together, props." Oh that's so good. And then like, I don't remember this show, mm -hmm. but like, I was taken down a trip, like down memory lane. It's like it really makes you want to watch the other ones too, doesn't? It? <laughs> Did you see that promo? Yes. That um, they. It was actually, like, I was confused for a second if this was, like, a promo for now or for the year 2000, which is saying something. But it was, um, for the year 2000, they did, like, a slasher-style promo mm -hmm. with, uh, Giselle Bündchen and Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. I don't know. It was really cool. <laughs> and intense. It felt like a little clip of, like, a horror movie of sorts and... Basically, what they're just kind of like they're in the school, and he's like the jock, and she's like the cheerleader. Yeah, and like she's like, ooh, something. I, I don't know. It's just like giving creepy vibes, and then there's like a one of those things, like the Grim Reaper. What are those? Those like oh, those uh, that no, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what those weapons are called, but it's like stabs into the locker, and she's like, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. No one's having this much fun now. And that's what I miss. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't awards be fun? Or like... Uh... Being a celebrity is not fun anymore. Yeah. Like, I think more people would want to do stuff. 
and put themselves out there in a public way or like celebrity culture would still be thriving if um being a celebrity was fun hmm you know like the in the 90s being a celebrity was so fun or it looks like being celebrity fun fun again yeah (laughs) i don't know platform (laughs) i went i don't know how you make that happen though like how do you make it fun again there's there no going back we've come too far i think we're gonna have to get through the instagram like or like the influencer era yeah and we're gonna circle back do you think the influencer era will ever end though yes you do well because like they'll be old and washed up past their (laughs) no i think like like instagram is almost obsolete Mm -hmm. at this point like i think tiktok's old news you know i think yeah i think we're gonna circle tiktok is old news kind of i mean like it's just not new is what you're saying yeah it's not new and it's not till the next thing comes out basically yeah or i just don't think we're hyper focused on that right now yeah that's fair yeah so i think i think we're gonna circle back but do you have any like favorite vh1 fashion award show moments yes um well other than the joe pesci naomi campbell one i love when rupaul like presents um because we're talking about just in general right just in general yeah um rupaul presents the i think it's the best female model to um oh gosh what's her name oh to shalom harlow and he comes out or she comes out in the bob mackie like dress with the have you seen this nick no i haven't can we see this yes so this is 95 i believe oh my god amon was so jazzed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god andre leontelli is eating that up too oh my god all these people yes I thought of you too, because Cher and Bob Mackie. <laughs> it's like literally the models to the supermodel. Why don't I just say that to myself every day, by the way? What? When it, when he's like, Nikki, something, sweetie. <laughs> like, because of Nikki Taylor. Oh my gosh, Nikki, you should. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> oh, I have one thing to say. Sashay. Shantae. Shantae, Shantae, Shantae. Anyway, RuPaul, I love RuPaul, and I just love this whole presentation of... The models and the girls over the years and just the whole idea of, like, a supermodel, like, in the 90s. Like, this is such a moment because we don't really have supermodels in this way anymore. You could... The, no. it's We just don't. N- nothing will compare to the 90s supermodels. Nothing. No. Not like, even Gigi Hadid. I'm sorry. I don't... No. I just... Maybe, maybe have, Bella. Maybe. But I feel like no one talks about her. I feel like she's the more underrated one. She is, but Bella Hadid 
looks like Carla Bruni. Mm-hmm. Speaking of 90s supermodels, have you seen Bella Hadid recently? Mm-hmm. J- just every time she steps out, she, like, looks like that's like a moment. Yeah. I just I feel like she's overshadowed by Gigi Hadid somehow. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't hear about you, G- but I feel like you're you're right. She's like underrated. Yeah, but she's like the only model right now that's mm. like giving. Yeah, the only one I can think of at the moment. I don't know, but like I just love. I, I, it's just all the supermodels, and then the Bob Mackie dress with the wings, and he just. I don't know. It's so I much love fun. It. Oh, I love. <laughs> Do you have any favorite moments? Um, anything Madonna. I really love like just in the ninety eight show. It was like her peak, like Frozen era. Mm. And um, I love the dark haired, like Kabbalah loving Madonna. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I my one of my favorites is Sandra Bullock. Wearing the orange and pink version of the Versace, yes, like jungle dress. Yes, that's actually mine too. Yes, that and the two thousand one show Gwen Stefani. Okay, that's an iconic look. Yeah, totally. I don't know Gwen Stefani. She has like so many iconic looks. Anyway, I mean, I could write paper. Well, Brie, like we grew up like. Gwen was our girl. Like, I remember us just like, do you remember that time we just, like, we went through a phase where we would just sing along to No Doubt. Yes. Just like start of the album to the end of the album. We would listen to the album front to back all the time. And we would come up with choreography for each song. We put on a concert for people in a show. We would, we thought we were like superstars. Oh, for sure. Like full Mary Catherine Gallagher style. Mm-hmm. Like putting her hands under our heads and just... <laughs> no it was the singles album when they had the that came out in 03 like yes. the greatest hits because we would start like ska era like mm-hmm. get on the ball what's that other song but like the ska era no doubt we'd start there and then we'd end it it's my life it's my life that cover yeah we would be like bopping oh my gosh through the whole thing ah oh, those are some really good times like that too oh we had so much joy in those moments like we were living to be a child be again a ch- <laughs> and singing along with gwen stefani pretending oh. to be gwen stefani just doing push-ups just because yeah. that's what she would do do you remember gwen stefani on the stage would just like sing and then she'd randomly just do push-ups i thought that was so hot i will i want to be like gwen stefani i need to get my i, I cannot do push-ups i suck at push-ups I have to, like, do it the girly way. I need to, like, work my arms out more because they've gotten weak. I used used to lift weights. I mean, I was never, like, swole. But, like, I just want to be like Gwen Stefani. I want to be able to, like, if I need to, drop down and do a few push-ups and look cool and then jump back up and then, like, start dancing and singing again, you know? In some cargo pants. So good. In some cargo pants. In a white tank top or something. It's necessary. Right. You have to wear cargo pants. I just think it's good, like skills for life because you never know when you're going to be in that situation for real i don't know i just love i just love that era of fashion anyways it's so good oh you know what else i love the 2002 maya rudolph and donatella versace basically like 
it's like my rudolph is cosplaying but like just- oh because of the remember the snl sketch yes yeah she's oh that was that same time wasn't it it was around the same era but yeah i loved maya rudolph's donatella versace i also love that donatella is so into it too she's like yes darling like that is me like you got it like <sighs> they are twinning so hard and it just i love it and they both have like a cigarette they're like puffing i don't know it just maya rudolph has the look down and the attitude and oh, it's just such that. a moment i love donatella's humor too like she like knows yeah like, she's very like aware of what goes on too and like who she like looks like at the moment do you remember when um lady gaga did the versace campaign and she like looked like donatella versace like on purpose yes yeah i don't know i just love everyone dressing like donatella versace oh my gosh i want to dress like donatella versace (laughs) let's just like get really tan this summer and dye her hair platinum blonde oh my gosh yes let's do it oh man yeah we really do need to tan up don't we we didn't hit them beds for real. I don't even think there's tanning beds around where we live because there's just the beach. Yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of being tan though, like I I was out and about while I was at work. This lady was like, what did she say? She basically was like, yeah, it's okay to be pale. Not all of us can be tan like me. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, like her? Like she was tan and she said to you? To me. It's okay and I to was be- like, hey, like I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I think I said like jewel tones look good with like fairer skin. Uh-huh. And like that's like why I gravitate to jewel tones. And she was like, it's okay that you're pale. <laughs> and I was like, hey, no. But yeah, like everyone around where we are is already Donatella color. So pretty much. That's funny, though. Wow. It's like, hey, rude. Okay. <laughs> don't pity me. Like, It's okay to be pale. You listen to We haven't seen the sun. It's like Forks, Washington here. We're like in twilight. We really are. Except today. Today was really nice. Oh, man. But, but no, I'm just like... Do you have any more moments? I don't think so. Well, I was going to say Sandra Bullock, too, but that, you know, I guess we had the same one. But I'm trying to think if there's any others. Um, Kate Blanchett and Tom Ford. This is also in 2002. I just think they look really cool stepping out. That's a t- tiny photo. But they look really good together. I mean, they're gorgeous. I know. Don't they look good together? They look great. I love, I love them. They're just so Full classy. Stop. I don't know. They're bringing the class. Yes. But that, that I think that's it. What about you? Yeah, that's about it. But I do have some sad news to report, Brie. No, what? Some really sad news. No. Oh, my God. It's a good thing I'm sitting down, but I'm not ready. Okay. I don't like sad news. Well. <gasps> pour one out. Oh, for the gosh. iPod. Oh, gosh. I know. You know what? I realized <laughs> what? before you said it where this was going, because at first I thought a person died. <laughs> uh, a person meaning... My youth. <laughs> and. Uh, oh, my God. You know what I just realized, too? Nikki, your iPod's right there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have. Okay. So, yeah. The iPod. They're coming out with the last iPod. Mm-hmm. And then it's a wrap after, you know, 21 12, years. 21. Yeah. The first iPod came out in 2001. So. I was going to say 12 years. That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to turn that around. <laughs> But um, that's a long time. That's almost as old as us. That's as old as us. Just wink. Yeah. 
But no, actually, that's crazy to think about how I can mark a lot of my life with what generation iPod I've had. Yeah. Well, how many generations of iPods have you had? So, like, let's talk about it. Let's take a trip again down memory lane, but about the iPod. So, I remember when the iPod came out. Mm -hmm. Or, like, around that time. Maybe not the first gen. Like, I don't remember. I mean, I remember people talking about it, but I just... I don't know. I was young. But I remember those 2003 Apple ads. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those? The ones with the colorful background and then the black silhouette. Yes. How could you forget? Those are so iconic. Just dancing to like, you know, I think NERD was one of the first ones. Or I remember the Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Like Jet one. Yes. So vividly. Yeah. So like, I just remember being mesmerized by that commercial yes and just i i was set i was like i have to have an ipod Mm -hmm. and i remember my dad got an ipod and i would play around with his ipod and it was just like you know like the standard like og like you know just the ipod yeah like first or second generation did it have like the screen that it would right the shuffle's the one that doesn't right it's the little one yes no screen yes okay that didn't come till later oddly oh but um but yeah, like the classic iPod. And I remember wanting one so bad. And then I finally, I remember it was Christmas 2005. I got my own iPod Nano. And I spent that whole Christmas that year on iTunes, like on the iTunes store, downloading all my, all the songs. Oh, that's so fun. And to bring it back to JLo, <laughs> I had a faux snakeskin like holder. Yes, I remember this. For my iPod Nano. What, was it silver? Or what color? It was a metallic pink. Oh, okay. Was it like a, a light pink or a hot pink? It was like a medium pink. Like a I don't medium. know. It was just pink, but like Wait, silvery. Wait, I remember it. I remember it. It was like a... Me- you're right. It's like a medium and it was shiny, like metallic. Like you said, yeah. I, I remember it. I just had a flash. I remember it. But I was like obsessed with like songs and just the itunes experience oh my god i every like time i got a good grades or like good report card or did this did that like my parents would reward me with itunes cards i love that to just like listen to music so that was like right you had to have cards you didn't just like oh is that weird that i forgot itunes cards existed no but like what was your first memories with an ipod my First memories with an iPod. I mean, okay, I probably listened to your iPod first, um, you know, because you would share your music with me. Like, we would listen to music a lot together. We would listen to, like, music on our CD players or whatever. Like, I feel like whenever we would hang out as kids, we would always, like, listen to music as of some sort. Like, it'd be in the background while we're, like, working on something. Like, we just... Always music. Always music. And we'd, like, jam out and... So I'm pretty sure you probably shared your headphones with me and I listened to your iPod. But the one that I had, my first iPod would have been an iPod Nano. One of the, it was like a hot pink one. I remember this. Yes. It was a hand-me-down though. I never actually bought my, like, I don't think I ever bought an iPod. I just had that Nano for the longest time. And then like in 2014, maybe 2014. Yeah, I think it was like maybe 2014. I got iPod Touch for Christmas. Mm. So I, it was like because I didn't have a smartphone yet. 
I was late to the party getting a smartphone. I was like the last person on earth. I was so resistant to smartphones. And I was like, no, I am not getting an iPhone. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not going to be part of this technology world. Like it's, I'm going to stay like, you know, I didn't have a flip phone, but like I had like a sliding keyboard phone and, but I was like, oh, if I had iPod touch, I could do things like, you know, I could have an Instagram because I didn't have, that was, you know what I'm trying to say? I don't know. Yeah. And you really were late to the party, (laughs) which I like, I like love, like, you know. Yeah. On so many things. I feel like I was behind on a lot growing up. Maybe not in everything, though. You were just sheltered. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like I was in in my own time capsule of sorts. But there were certain things where I was on trend. Like, with Barbie things, oh, I was on trend. But technology-wise, I was behind. But, yeah. I don't know. Those are the only two iPods I've ever had. But my Nano... It was my favorite just because it was so small and sleek and it could hold so many songs. I think even in college, I still used it. Really? I think. How did I listen to music? I don't remember. That's crazy. You I didn't, didn't have, have a, smart a smartphone phone? in college? No. And so in 2015? No, it was an iPod. T- it had to be an iPod. I don't remember. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Whoa. Because <laughs> like in college, I had an iPhone. I will say for me, though, I didn't want to give up my Crackberry for a really long time. Yeah. It took it breaking. Like, to get it cracking. Yeah. That Crackberry croaked. I was like, fine, I'll get an iPhone. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Once you get an iPhone, though, you cannot go back. Like, it is just, it has too many possibilities. I love Apple. Like, Steve Jobs. I don't care if he was a monster. I don't care. (laughs) Like, that man was a genius. And Apple's, I love Apple products. Yeah. No, it, it's true. They're great products. I, it's just like, I don't know. It's so weird to think something would be obsolete when I thought it, you know, I, I guess it is for one piece of technology. It, it has had a really good run. And we've seen so many iterations of the iPod. But um, it's such a weird thing to think about, like, that the purpose, like, it's, it's pretty much like lost its purpose in a way because now we just listen to streaming services, but we don't really own the music. Like Spotify or even Apple Music. Yeah, it's weird, which I understand, I guess, why Apple would get on the bandwagon like to do something. But I, I don't know. It's weird. Like I used to really love the idea of holding on, like having the music, even digital copies. It just made me feel like I had something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good point. Now I feel like, well... What happens? Like, if the internet goes down... Man, that's all... That, well, that's why I'm collecting Blu-rays and DVDs right now, so... Yeah. But I know what you mean. I mean, okay, like, this iPod right here is an iPod classic. I think it came out in, like, 2010, though. It's, like, you know, it's not, like, the OG or anything. But mm-hmm. it's the one... It, like, looks like an OG iPod. Yeah. But it can also play video. Right. And um, I just remember getting that in high school. And this was, like... Right around the time of this thing called the hipster. <laughs> so I got it because I was like, oh, this is like obsolete because we all have iPhones now. Mm-hmm. Um, Wouldn't it be really funny if I just still listen to all my music and all my podcasts on an iPod? So even in 2010, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, th- this is pr- going to be obsolete. But it continue to live so 
You know, Nick, you yeah. and I are not so different. You what know what you I'm mean? realizing? What? I feel like you rag on me a lot for like <laughs> resisting technology and stuff and change. Like, but I feel like your choice to be like, no, this is how I'm going to listen to things. Like, this is old school. I don't know. I'm like, I, it makes sense to me. It is similar. I feel like for me, it's being an asshole, but also <laughs> for aesthetic purposes. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, I like this look of like, popping in your car i still do Mm -hmm. like if that ipod didn't like ah yeah like okay stop working yes can we like talk about the aesthetic because you're right it is it is a gorgeous model and just the like i love the wheel and how intuitive you know like the touch wheel like that we don't have like it was such a cool thing before touch screens were like a thing we had a touch wheel and it was so satisfying to click around to all your songs better than a touch screen hot take oh and then like the the feel you don't get the same satisfaction from just t- like a touch screen i don't know but like that ipod or like apple because i can feel it on my macbook mm-hmm. just like what is it smoothness the smoothness just like the feel <laughs> and then the button in the middle you press i miss pressing buttons they've taken away the home button for me and i i mean i've, I've adapted on just my use iphone our face yeah, but I like pressing things. I like just to. Just it feels good. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if that's yeah. weird to say, but it's how I feel. I like yeah, buttons. I like or at least one button to press. I like a good button. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I feel like. I don't know. I feel like the iPod commercials really made the ipod yes because i think before i had an ipod or anything like those commercials made you want to buy one you wanted to own one because of a silhouette in a colorful background that is so crazy which you saw the the other video though without the silhouette like the first one that they did that they like ended up changing over to the silhouettes yeah the first one that came out in 01 i think yeah that one was a little cringy it was. I mean, I do that. It's like this dude who closes his, like, or he's, like, on a Mac. Mm-hmm. Of course. And then he, like, pops in his, like, wired it girl headphones mm-hmm. and, you know, iPods it up and starts to dance and leaves house. But he's, like, thrashing. Like, his moves are very, like, over the top, just, like, which I, I don't know. He he looks a little dorky, but for some reason, if you do it with a silhouette and have exaggerated motions, it looks way cooler. A hundred percent. Yeah, those those colorful backgrounds, man. But you know what's the craziest thing about the Apple, like the iPod ads? What? Okay, so Steve Jobs, like he stated, avoiding using people in his ads because it was difficult to find an actor to appeal to everyone. But like originally, he wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, but then I guess he couldn't find anyone to. I don't know. I guess it, it is hard to cast a commercial and like appeal to everyone. Appeal to everyone, especially with one person. Like I feel like the one kind of like nerdy dude in the first Apple like iPod campaign. It's not gonna appeal to everyone. No. It's gonna appeal to nerdy dudes. But yeah, um but yeah, I guess like so I don't know who said this, but 
Or no, okay, it was um, Apple ad agency creative director Ken Siegel. Um, he said it was somewhat uncomfortable to watch, and on the web, some started to refer to it as iCloud commercial. It was a young guy trying to act cool and doing so in a fairly pitiful way. I mean, it's kind of true, though. He doesn't look very cool. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. They should have styled him different or made him do different moves. I don't know. There's also no camera movement. I feel like in these, even though they're silhouettes, there's like, I don't know if it's the angle, but it's from like a lower angle. And so they look taller and like more like the movements are more like, I don't know. Just there's like some creative direction to it all. Yeah, it's styled. This dude and the way it's filmed, like no style. It's very bland. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. Okay, so. It was created, the iPod silhouette commercials started in 2003, and um, Apple changed the style of these commercials often depending on the song's theme or genre. Um, It had a hook that was really captivating and didn't try to impress us with the coolness of any particular person. Mm -hmm. Instead, it did what Apple does best. It created an iconic image, which immediately came to communicate Apple and the iPod, which is true. And that's it what makes something iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, like at first Steve Jobs didn't like the silhouette campaign. Um, he wasn't certain that the silhouettes would work since they didn't show the product in detail and they didn't show the product or they didn't explain what the iPods did. Mm-hmm. Not that the first one did, but anyways. So um, I guess they added the tagline thousand songs in your pocket. To address the issue for Stevie Jobs. And then he was like, fine, I'll go with it. And then he would later claim that he pushed for the idea of the iconic ads. Hmm. Which I love that craziness. <laughs> wow. Well, that's very Michael Scott. Yes, very. Um, <laughs> which is very me. I really relate to this. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like those ads have such like what's the word um mm, they make you feel something basically they have feeling it captures more than just like the song it's like a whole feeling and a vibe yeah it yeah it's simple but it's it's kind of like the tale as old as time of like fun music and someone dancing around to it people respond to and like the silhouettes actually like solve like that issue of, like, finding the every man, every girl. It just looks cool. It does. It looks cool. With the colors. Those, like, they're, like, iconic, like, pinks and greens and blue. I don't know. I think they did a really good job. They did. <laughs> but, yeah, it was more about the music, too. I feel like I found a lot of music from iPod commercials growing up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I remember... Do you remember that? Do you remember, like... Like, you know, I remember, like, the 1, 2, 3, 4 by Feist. I think I, re- I do remember that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, I remember, remember that song, New Soul? <gasps> yes. I remember that iPod commercial and then immediately going to the Apple, like, iStore and downloading it to my iPod. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. I remember that, too. That one was, like, a big deal in my mind. The New Soul. So commercial like i remember that everywhere oh even um the ting ting shut up and let me go oh my god the ting tings oh i love the ting tings yeah 
They're just iconic. They are. Yeah. I remember the gorillas. The windmill uh, song. Oh, the... What is it? Oh, Dove. Feel Good Ink. Feel Good Ink. Thank you. <laughs> the windmill song. I just like make my own titles. But it's like they're like roller skating and I don't know. It just looked cool. A lot of those ads look pretty similar, but it's just like I remember that song and like it was like funky. I don't know. Well, it's just... Yeah. It's like... Do you remember when they tried to do it with specific artists? Like, I remember, like, the U2 ad growing up where they were, like, singing Vertigo to promote that album. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember that one. But I also remember Paul McCartney. Mm. He did one, like, with a mandolin, just, like, walking, and it was kind of that effect. Mm. And I remember being so, like, cap like, succumbed to marketing. Yeah. Because that song, no offense to Sir Paul McCartney, but was not his best work. And I bought that song, like, because I saw that ad. <laughs> wow. So it worked. It worked. Apple really did something with that iPod commercial. I I love the commercial, too, where it's, like, I can't remember the song they were playing, but it's, like, the guy walks past, like, this, like, like, he's walking outside, and there's, like, this, like, concrete wall of sorts, and there's, like, a whole bunch of iPod yes. posters. You know what I'm talking about? And it's the silhouettes, but they're just, it's, like, still images, and they're, like, Post like basically like when people put up posters like um to advertise whatever just like paste it up there. There's like a whole wall, and it's like a mosaic. And then he walks past it. He's like listening to his music, and all the people are like moving. And then he takes off his headphones, and then they like stop. They like freeze, and he's like, huh? And they puts them on, and keeps walking, and then they they dance again. I don't know. I just remember that one specifically. I love that so much. Oh my god, do you remember like? Well, we don't watch TV anymore, so <laughs> we really don't. There is no as a point. Culture. But do you remember commercials? Yeah. Like, do you remember the Gap commercials? Yes. Like I remember, like watching that Mellow Yellow commercial mm. where they're just like sitting down, just singing Mellow Yellow, mm -hmm. and which has a young Rashida Jones. Oh. Way. But I remember being like, "This is what it's like to be a twenty-something." <laughs> They're, we're all going to wear khakis <laughs> and baby blue shirts from the Gap. Like, it just, like, defined culture for me. They had so many khaki commercials. Like, what was your favorite Gap commercial? Favorite Gap commercial just in general? Hmm. You know? I'm thinking, because I don't, I don't know what my favorite, like... I know I remember the khaki a go go one a lot. Like I know the ones I remember, but I don't know what would be my favorite. Well, what ones do you remember? Like a lot of the khaki ones. Where there there was like a whole slew of like '60s songs, which is like an interesting marketing technique. Yes, they were either doing '60s songs or like remember the late '90s like swing revival there was a swing revival yes like the big bad voodoo daddies and and whoever like they oh. were like they were like the cherry popping daddies <laughs> like you did tell me about this we've had this conversation yes, this is it was like a movement in like 1998 like it was like a cool thing to be into swing and i feel like with like some of the gap ads they were like incorporating that and then like they'd incorporate like 60s like elements and then they were doing west side story i feel like yes okay the west side story one is so strange but it's it's fun oh you know what i think my favorite one is probably the boyfriend trouser one 
where it's like anything you can do i can do better and he like she like rips off his pants and wears them at the end and they have like a whole dance routine like that's genius yes that's like a genius ad i just that one stood out to me in my mind i just remember being like oh i love this and then um that was uh claire danes and patrick wilson yeah claire danes and patrick wilson thank you claire danes is a fantastic dancer she is she really is um the love train nick what about the love train okay the love train one i remember playing all the time i remember having that scarf do you remember that scarf that scarf we like, all had 2004, that 2004 we had this multicolored like rainbow striped striped some somewhat thin but still like a winter scarf yes it was a time. It was like a, the impact of that scarf. Everyone had that scarf. I think I may have gotten rid of all my scarves like that, though. But I should have kept that scarf. Right? Oh, we could have made our own like Gap commercials with them. Brie, I had a Burberry scarf as a kid, and I don't what? know where. I, like, I gave it away. What were you thinking? I don't know. Point is, keep your scarves, kids. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say the Madonna Missy Elliott get into the groove commercial oh yeah okay i do love that one i think it's just because i don't remember like i don't think i saw that one at the time but if i had to choose that one is probably the best one because i love madonna and you know i love missy elliott and that song the um the get into the groove remix but i see you literally introduced me to that song like i don't know like a few months ago basically the remix or the remix the groove no 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 i know into the groove but the remix i never knew because remember the times when Missy Elliott would just be on tracks, just spitting oh, like some bars. Like the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Yes. Lady Marmalade. Exactly. She was. Missy E was on everything. I love her so much. I love that. We come from the same hometown. <laughs> you and Missy Elliott. And me and Missy Elliott. <laughs> I, I love all the Sarah Jessica Parker gap ads. Yeah. Like, the- Oh, so go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say those are really cool. I don't know. She's just like made to be in a Gap ad somehow. She really is. It's so crazy, too, how Gap. Sorry. Gap could get all these celebs, just like the VH1 Fashion Awards. Yes. What? Like Gap nowadays? You know, kids today will not understand those Gap commercials. I feel like Old Navy commercials have taken over the Gap commercial. Um like uh market or something i don't know what i'm trying you know what but i mean not like not as cool not as cool and it's always the same but like and not as revolutionary because i feel like these ads at the time were pretty unique and different and the way that they used like music and dancing and advertising and just i don't know well if you look at like the the leather ones like the 98 ads there where they're singing dress you up mm-hmm. were there are they acapella just singing yeah. like dress you up yes they, it's kind of close-ups they do these like close-up pans of they go through like a line of people and then like each person kind of does acapella or like some, they'll all sing together mm-hmm. you're right they do that like with different songs it's such a interesting thing i don't know it's cool that was that was iconic mm-hmm. but i feel like the white background i feel they were just like on the cultural pulse yeah in a way that like old navy could never or any ad nowadays could never or they're not even trying right also those like 90s gap ads are chic yes 
like you look at them and you're like that's cool like i i look at that now and i don't think like that's like dated i'm like these are cool people being themselves wearing they're wearing like leather jackets and short khakis why not normcore yeah it's like a normcore way not just like in a i'm wearing khakis way i know what you mean yeah and they like they make khakis not so boring (laughs) i don't know because i'm not much of a khaki person but i'm not a khaki person but if i saw enough of these ads maybe i would be you know i'm very inspired to wear some baby blue and i i'm very inspired to dye my hair even darker yeah have you noticed, like, every single girl besides Rashida Jones in those campaigns are, like, the palest of pale? Also, they look like they've dipped their hair in ink. Yeah. The guys, too. The they guys, just, yeah. Like, dunked it in ink. <laughs> you want to be a gap girl, Nikki? I do. <laughs> oh, I love that. But No, I even love the, speaking of, like, innovation, uh, and also iPod commercials and gap commercials, like, in the early 2000s kind of interchangeable for me i don't know like my mind gets fuzzy Mm -hmm. like for some reason i didn't realize that that funny face yes like skinny like black pant yes commercial because like it's like audrey hepburn in funny face dancing to back in black by Mm acdc for some reason i wasn't like 100 percent if that was an ipod ad or a gap ad no i feel the same way like I was really confused because I when I, I didn't even think of this ad on my own, but from when we were researching, it popped up and I was like, wait a minute. It was like an unlocked memory. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, this was for Gap. And I was like, I kind of remember this. But then I was like, oh, but the structure is very much like an iPod commercial like because she's almost like a silhouette, just like. She is. And she's walking between like the scene and funny face mm-hmm. and just like a orange background, all la an iPod commercial. Yeah. And. She's, like, all black. Like, I don't know. Ah, It's so fun, though. It's so cool. Yeah. That that would be one of my faves, too, I think. Like, the Audrey Hepburn one, just... That's, that's cool now. Like, if that was a commercial now, and I saw that, like, on my YouTube feed, that would make me want to buy the, like, the, what are they, the rock star pant or whatever it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I hear those are very good jeans. Is that Old Navy? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Old Navy Gap. The point is the ads. <laughs> the cultural impact. Exactly. We don't really get ads like that anymore. Mm-mm. I just... What happened? I feel like there was a downfall in Gap ads. Yeah. It was swift. A swift downfall. Yes. The holiday. Yeah, you know which one I'm referring to. I do. You said there. You showed me this one. It was Janelle Monet and uh, John John Heater, John Heider, Napoleon Dynamite doing some real Napoleon Dynamite like dances. I could not even focus on what Janelle Monet was saying or singing because he was like it just was a really weird pairing and it didn't make sense. The concept wasn't there. Now, if they had a group of people and they're all doing coordinated dances, perhaps if it was simple, I don't know what was happening because she's up on a platform. I, I really couldn't focus. That that dancing was too distracting that he was doing. Or it's like, when did Gap commercials become funny? Like, you don't have to be funny. Like, it just, you need just random people singing. You're right. They they 
they try to do too much with funny. And then they did like something with kids too, right? And oh they were my singing. God. You like, were singing this before yeah. we recorded. Oh, what was it? It was like sweaters. Let's go. Sweater. I ah, oh, I can't remember what it is now. It was like boots and sweaters and sweaters and boots. Ah. Uh. It I just, don't know. The downfall was quick. It was so cringe it to became, watch, like, yeah, yeah, like late two thousands Gap ads. Like, I can see why Gap Gap had to rethink some things recently. The, those ads were so cheesy. Like, mm, I don't know. Oh, and then there was like the the boys singing. Like, they were like a uh, in sync or the Backstreet Boys are singing. Um, what were they singing? Like. Not Christmas shoes. So oh my, bad. uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, but it was like a rap almost, but not. Like we didn't want kids. We didn't sign up for this in 1998. I think there was a way they could have done it in a different way, for sure. But they weren't even cool. I don't know. It was just like, I think the thing was like you start off like so cool, mm-hmm. and then things get so. Po- ah, sorry. Hold on. Sorry, I got to readjust myself. We're on the floor. Um, I don't know. I think with anything, things get stale if you don't zhuzh it up. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like Gap ads, like the, like the 90s, early 2000s Gap ads mm-hmm. would be able to make a comeback and like revive Gap if they did it right. I think so. Or maybe even take in some other concept. Maybe do something like the iPod ones where the posters come to life or people step outside the posters and then they start singing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's advertisements that are posted. Oh my God. Like, have you seen recently? I think it was Naomi Campbell. I don't know whoever, but they've been doing some really gorgeous, like new gap, like print ads. Really? And I think, like, I think Wiz Khalifa's in one. Ooh. Which he'd be a good, like, gap guy. Yeah. But I like this concept of, like, Gap ads, like, mm-hmm. the iconic Gap ads, like, print ads. Yeah. And then they, like, step out, and it's, like, Gap for everybody. Yes. And not, like, body positivity, like, everybody, like, Naomi Campbell's older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they could get, like, um, what's her face? The Like, a gray hair, you know, like, um. Oh, like, an older model, like, um. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, whoever. But they could get, like, kids. You know what I mean? Like Different generations. generations. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but make it cool and not cheesy. Yeah. No, like, they don't have to, like, sing together. They could just be walking out of the ads or, like, sh- dancing around in the white background. Yeah. Something. I get. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe pay us in, into the groove. <laughs> for this idea. <laughs> the Missy Elliott remix. Yeah. Oh, my God. It just becomes butts. the Missy Elliott and, like, Madonna Oh, my God. They, like, just show up to this event. I don't know. Yeah. And just start singing. And the the Gap gets back into its groove. It'll be like, Gap's got its groove back. Yes. We just pitched a whole ad. I like this idea. storyboarded this. Well, looks like we're going to have to write a spec. Well, (laughs) that was late to the party. No, just kidding. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. Brie, we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah. The Gap print ads were not something to be slept on. Like, those are, like, fantastic headshots. Like, the late nine or the early 90s Gap ads. Mm-hmm. No, they're legit. They look really cool. And I don't know. They're like, nice. Very nice. 
Like, I'm going to do a deep dive tonight. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they're like, they're cooler than the Gap commercials. They, they're cooler than Khaki Agogo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like the people in, or like the headshots of these people would never dance to West Side Story. Mm-mm. Like, or in that choreo. They do look a little more serious. Like these headshots, are they're like serious, like, ooh, it's art. Yeah. Yeah. And fashion. I like love right now too, like just to like cap this off. Like I love this whole idea right now of like, at least for my personal style, and I like wonder for you, Brie. Like, I love the juxtaposition right now I'm feeling where I, like, want to dress like a Bratz doll, but also want to dress very normcore, like, 98 Gap bad. Like, I'm just always, like, waxing and waning. I feel that. Um, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, I feel like I have a lot of funky things and I want to be, like, so funky all the time, but then sometimes it's nice to just wear some overalls and... Some Gap jeans? Some Gap jeans. I have a Gap jacket. I mean, it's a, it's an outlet, a Gap outlet, but no it still counts to, to me. It's a really cool oversized acid wash one. So, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. But yeah, anything else you wanna, you wanna talk about? Um, I don't know because like, ah, uh, I don't know. Just like commercials aren't what they used to be. Award shows aren't what they used to be. But it's fun to, like, take a trip to memory lane. You just sounded so depressed. Well, it's a little depressing. (laughs) Really? Why? Isn't it? I think so, but I think that just means, like, we're young. Yeah. We can create stuff that's cool and exciting. And, like, I think it's now for, like... The people in their 20s to create some, like, cool art and to create some Gap ads. True. Create, or, like, Gap commercials or, you know, it's... It's, it's up to up, us. It's up to us. <laughs> but not in that cheesy way. I think it's just, like, like, something's gotta give. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we can't just... Like, I think it's up to Gen Z. Quite frankly. Okay. Like, and I'm not Gen Z, but like, I think it's up to young people. It's up to this next, including us. Like, we got to create stuff. Mm -hmm. We got to create what's cool. We create what's cool. Young people create what's cool. Yeah. We don't have to answer to anyone. Yeah. And I feel like we've been doing, but I feel like we've been doing that a lot. Like, or like just going through the motions as far as whatever. But even if, because we're afraid of criticism. Mm. Like, we're so used to bad YouTube comments or whatever, like, online trolls. Like, we really can't care about the criticism to create art. And I feel like everything that got panned in the 90s, we're, like, loving <gasps> criticism modding now. Yeah. Oh. So we can't be worried about criticism. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I don't know. Weren't some things in the 90s, like, criticism? Because they were, like... Like, uh, too funky or something. Oh, so many things that we, like, love and but we're we like, love. oh, it's iconic now. Like, Yas Queen, like, people in the 90s were, didn't like that. People in the 2000s, like, because we were alive for that. There's so many things we've seen yes. that, like, were not cool back then. Yeah. They're like, what was this? 
Yeah. Like, there's so many, even in film, there's so many movies now that are, like, iconic pieces and, like, got terrible reviews. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. But, like, 20 years go by, it becomes a classic. True. But that's me. I'm off my high horse. I'm gonna gonna mosey on down. Giddy up. <laughs> so. <sighs> well. But it's fun, though. It's fun to look back. To get inspiration. You're right. It's up to us. It you is. Know? I feel like a lot of things are just inspiring. You know? Because it was like, at the time, it was like a big deal and revolutionary. Like the iPod commercials. Gap commercials. And also, if you think about it, it's simple. Yeah. I feel like this, like, constant pressure, at least that I give myself to, like, reinvent the wheel, it's not even necessary. Because, mm-hmm. like, what's iconic is usually, like... Simple. Sleek. Yeah, and simple. You write. So. When you write, you write. Oh, yeah. Also, but, um... let's not take ourselves so seriously. Like, we should probably be like Stephen Mizell and just be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> true thank you (laughs) thank you but but yeah so so this uh this concludes this episode of late to the party i know we've we've talked a lot about being late to the party yep fashion celebrity like we've kind of like run the gamut (laughs) of our tagline tonight pretty much so but yeah i guess we'll see you guys next week and thank you for listening yeah um Give us a review and rating on iTunes. Um, and if you want to drop us a, a message, you can email us at thelatetothepartypod at gmail.com. Yeah, any movie club suggestions, too. Yeah, we'd love some suggestions. And you can follow us on um, on Instagram at thelatetothepartypod. And you can follow us on Twitter at LTTPpod. And you can find me um on instagram and twitter at brie underscore piconi and nick oh and i am nick d jensen on all platforms yeah i think that pretty much covers it yeah well yeah thank you guys for listening bye bye